Welcome back to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Locksecutioners, and we will be giant splashing your eardrums from the top rope. Now, let me stop you there, little brother, okay? You said, welcome back. And you said that like like we were just, we left we left the studio last night, and we just walked back in the door like, hey, welcome back. <laughs> well, we, t- we took a little break, but hey, we are back for season two. You're you just skipped right by all that. Oh, we're back. First of all, it was like three months. Okay, <laughs> I like to call it a sabbatical, a little sabbatical. Oh, so we're calling this season two. Absolutely, season two, season one. We got five episodes in. I think that was very strong ah, for our first season. Maybe okay. maybe season two goes to ten episodes. I don't know. Well, all our our fans, all eight of them, are they they've been uh, they've been really complaining about <laughs> about it. Julie think, Brooks, thanks Julie Brooks for think, all your text messages. Do you think we still have eight? Do you think this no. episode will be down to like four? We're gonna have to win them back. Gotta win okay? them back. Okay, win Gotta, them back. And I, by we have to win them back, I think it's me winning them back. Okay, absolutely. Hey, cheers by the way. Cheers oh, by cheers. the way. Oh. That is so much better. So much better. We finally stepped our game up to Patron. We, we've never actually told the story about the cheers and what's going on here. No, I don't think we have. Quick story about it. So we we do a shot of tequila before every show. Every show we do a shot of tequila. And we drink it out of this glass skull. And the tequila, Ross, it was a, when was this? When did you, Ross lived at my house. We touched base on that a little bit. We didn't. No. We you lived uh, at my house, like right out of college. Yeah, right out of college. When so I you're graduated, 22, I moved in with you. Twenty three, something like 24, that. Twenty four, something like that. And I think you you lived there for like a summer or something like that. About yeah, I, I graduated in December. Mm-hmm. So then I got my my job teaching the next the next uh, the next school year. So I, I mean, I was probably there six months all through the winter that and the long? summer. Yeah. Yeah, so you lived at, and so he left this bottle of tequila there. Okay, so this, how many years ago was this? That would have been 07, when was when I graduated. Left so 07, 08. Yeah, so 13, 14 years, what, something like that. Left that at my house. And so I thought it'd be funny to bring it in when we first started doing this <laughs> that podcast. You still had it. <laughs> still had. And I tried to get the cork off and it just disintegrated into it. <laughs> so I don't know why, but we've used that. But we've done a shot of that every time, and it is it is rough. It's like it's like drinking shards of glass and then kick, getting kicked in the balls. Yes, it's, it's right? been terrible. Yes, it has been terrible. But it's gone. It's empty. It's we, empty. we finished the skull. We were drinking from the, the skull of our enemies, and now it's empty. And Ross has so general. The Brick House has so generously sponsored a a bottle of Patron. But it's not just because the Brick House sponsor. It's because of the sponsorships that we're starting to gain, the momentum. We are, we are you know, getting We can step up our game to Patron now. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> ghetto rich. <laughs> ghetto rich. And, and, I'll, and I'll say this, and usually me, me and Todd might sit here. Some shows we have a beer or two. Mm-hmm. I'm already two beers ahead of you. You didn't tell me. I thought you were mowing before you got here. I did mow. You mowed. So I had to mow. I mean, it's you're like you're like you're now like that yuppie dad that's out on his mower, like has a has a beer in one hand. He's listening to uh, listening to some sort of Ben Shapiro podcast <laughs> while you're mowing the lawn, aren't you? You're that you're that guy now. So I was I was mowing the brick, the brick house. You don't have today. someone for that. Normally I do. A high Normally I do, like but, but today he he couldn't make it. 
So I had to I had to step up on just on the fly. So I ran home, got my mower, knocked it out. Now here's why I've had two beers okay. already. Okay. I mean, this isn't normal. Okay. And I and I only say it because it's sort of funny. Mm-hmm. But um one of my one of my distributors, mm-hmm. I won't name who. Okay. He did me a favor a couple weeks ago. You should name him. Nope. And okay. um and when he came in today, I go when I, when he gave did me the favor, I said, "Hey, what do, what do you want for this?" He mm-hmm. goes, "Ah, just one day give me give me a couple of beers." When he came mm-hmm. in today, we had a couple of beers together. At like 10:30 this morning. 10:30, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> It's just a weird thing. Uh, it's fun. Sorry, I'm That's two beers fun. up. Yeah, so we, you know, I have a lot of excuses for for our uh, little sabbatical. Fucking pandemic going on. Pandemic. Damn. Okay, and, and what happened is during during the pandemic, you and I stepped up our game with with the, when the lockdown. I was shut down. You're just doing curbside, and so we weren't really working. Well, we were, but you know, if we had more time on our hands, Absolutely. and so. You know, we were hitting those podcasts. We we knocked out five pretty quick, I think, and then we got opened back up. And we did other things. I mean, we did our lockdown series. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, five episodes, and, and it's I mean, it's not easy with our schedule, especially right. now that we're back open. Well, but man, I felt so good about what we accomplished. I know, and then we, <laughs> and you know, it, it, and you and I know our schedules don't mesh very well. Your busy time is sort of my downtime, and my busy time is sort of your downtime. Absolutely. But we've made a pledge to each other and to all our adoring fans <laughs> that Fridays, Fridays, we Friday mornings, we will get into the studio. No matter how many beer, beers you've had for breakfast, Ross, <laughs> we're still we're still going to get in here and knock out a podcast. Or how many beers you had after circuit on Thursday night. <laughs> Well, <laughs> this is keeping us. This is keeping it real on, on Thursday nights. So, with that being said, it's talking about the brick house. Uh, let's talk about what's been going on there. Well, I've been excited about. it. I'm not gonna lie. During the pandemic, um, you know, I'd been working on the plans. We'd already talked about that in my mm-hmm. podcast, where I'd been working on the plans. Right. Um, and so, with everything happening, you start. I mean, you really got to start watching other states and everything happening. I called up the company. Said, hey, this is this is what I what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Is they're going to open us up and we're just going to be outside? Right. I had six tables outside, right. and then I eliminated them by adding on to my kitchen back there. Mm-hmm. So I called them up and I said, hey, seeing what the other states are doing, seeing what we're probably going to do, let's go ahead, let's put the building on hold, and let's just do the foundation. We ran the un- underneath plumbing, all that, that whole that whole. In between both buildings, the whole parking lot is now all concrete, and it's a, a patio with 25 tables. Now, now, now <laughs> you look like a genius to some people, okay? Now, I know that it was accident, sort of accidental. I, you get some props for, you know, okay, but you, you poured the foundation, which was going to be there anyway, and then all of a sudden, like, they said... They said, outdoor seating is now open in Illinois. And suddenly you had this giant outdoor patio, which was, was part, it was going to be the foundation for your, for the new portion of your building. But people like, holy crap. They say outdoor seating. Ross wants to cater to his customers so bad. He just poured this giant patio for all of us to come and enjoy his wares. I'm going to tell everybody, all eight listeners. (laughs) Timing in life is everything. Oh my god, it is, man. Even, it is all about timing. Uh, so, were you reading one of Tim Ferriss's book before he came in here again? Uh, like the third one. <laughs> but so, it, I mean, it's, I love the patio. It's 
God, it's awesome. Uh, yes. It is. It's a great, the atmosphere of it is great. It, I mean, we had a lot of learning curves at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, didn't yes, understand. kind of sucked. Yeah, we sucked. Yeah. Oh, big time. Sucked at uh, sucking. Yeah, we sucked at sucking. But um, what I do best is learn from my mistakes. <laughs> and I've done, we have definitely done that. And you know, I'll tell you, there were some, there were some obstacles. Right. When we first, I mean, it all happened very quick. Mm-hmm. You know, I call, I called up RCS, props to them. I was on a schedule for the beginning of June to start the, the whole project. Right. Called them at the beginning of May. Hey, when can you guys start? I'll make, probably get you on a schedule next week. I mean, it was that quick. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, boom, a couple of days later, they announced, hey, we can have outdoor seating. So they were busting their ass to get it done before right. that date. We actually didn't even get done. We actually, they started open seating on a Friday. We mm-hmm. opened up on a Tuesday. Right. So we, so we, we lost a weekend, which, I mean... Wasn't a big deal, but there was some huge obstacles as we started trying to hire in April. So, I mean, you first of all, you you're tri- when you put the patio out there, people don't realize like you tripled your seating from the the the, the patio was triple the capacity of what the inside was. Now, people would think, oh, you open up outdoor seating, you're not, it's not going to be as big. No, no, no. Yours was about three times the size. You need three times the staff, and, and you know, trying to hire people during a pandemic. Do you like how I'm doing these air quotes over and over every time I say, <laughs> we're not getting into that right now. But you know what I'm saying? You over tripled your seating, uh, had to triple your, you have to start hiring people. And, you know, your kitchen is basically about the same size as it was. I mean, you have, I know you have plans to, to expand that, but you can't until you build the rest of your building. And so, so, so right off the bat, when they close us down, we, um, we built onto the back, but the back didn't really give us a lot in the instance of, um, making food get out any faster, Mm -hmm. you know, fryer wise and things like that. We added on a prep kitchen. Right. That way, you know, salads are done back there. Our dishwashers done back there. Um, so really, that in the prep in the prep game, it like it. You know, we have a couple people that come in early. They get everything just ready for the day, yeah. ready for the night. Um, so it does, yeah, it doesn't yeah, do a lot. It doesn't do a lot for getting food out faster. Yeah. It just has some, and, <laughs> prepares and, some things. And I remember you and I having a talk before. I was like, what do I do? You know, I'm gonna, it's, I, I know there's going to be a lot of delays and it's going to take a while to get food and stuff. And, and we both said, you know what though? People have been sitting at home for uh, two months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to come out. There's going to be a little bit of a wait. You, I mean, they're so happy to be out. They're not going to mind, have a couple beers and enjoy the time being out. But you know, some Karens don't really like this. <laughs> some Karens, they forget. They forget so, quickly. Yeah, they you know? forget quickly. Man, you open back so, up. Suddenly you have an eight-foot-tall, you have an eight-foot-tall freaking uh, Captain Morgan standing out there. You got bands on Friday nights. It's like... <laughs> we, did a, we changed up who we were real quick. Yeah. But, you know, in the obstacles, trying to get people hired, we went from eight servers inside mm-hmm. to 18 wow. servers. You know, we want, these are people you got to train on your system and, 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 you know. and, and we're going to open up. It's not like we hire these people and we've been open right. and we can train them. Right. Hey, they're coming in. We're and just talking to them. About here, here, here. We're just <laughs> throwing no, you right in the fire. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, and then the same, you know, the hardest part was getting people hired in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We were out to hire three people in the kitchen and we started this beginning of April. We, just now, two weeks ago, fully got staffed in the kitchen. 
I'm, wow. It's just been, you know, your crew is busting balls. Busting, I'm hard. I mean, working overtime. Ball, working you know? over. Everybody was working overtime yeah. for a couple months mm-hmm. straight. Um, you know, and, and you get to the point you start to wear them out. I got an awesome staff, and they, right. most of them have been with me for a long time. But I mean, nobody wants to <laughs> work like that all the time, you right. know. And so we find two weeks ago we find, and then we had to train him for the first week. So this is the first week we've been fully staffed on our schedule in the kitchen right. and and it showed you know our, our kitchen our wait time has been down um things are just flowing so much better now yeah. um the, the patio you know, patio is so fun it you is know, so, it you is, know is, i mean the brick is i mean uh, the brick is i don't want to say it's like a family sort of restaurant i mean it is it's more it of is, a family but, sports but not like a, but not like a sort of like hey kind of like no. have a great time kind yeah, of like absolutely an, yeah but this patio sort of added just like a little party yeah, atmosphere made it a little more of a party do you know what i'm saying especially yes. like a little later you know eight nine eight o'clock at night or whatever and we've had some good nights band. out there oh, so far <laughs> we've had too many good nights <laughs> out there like Oh man, I was so, <laughs> I rode that patio hard. <laughs> those Thursday nights for a while. Those Thursday that's nights. why we couldn't get started. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, enough about the brook. Let's <laughs> let's talk about the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. What you guys did down there. It's, I, go to your social media. Everybody has talked about what you guys have done walking in, just the changes you've yeah. made. And they've just been, you know, small subtle things that have really changed it. Let's they, talk about. It. Yeah, you know what? And I've I've said this to you before. I spent more time down there at the the Thunderdome during the lockdown than I normally do when we're up and running for business. You know, just getting things. We we painted everything like three times. And that stuff is not fun to paint. It is not. Painting machines. <laughs> I mean, it's the word. You're not painting a big, like we didn't paint walls. We were yeah. painting machines and, and squat racks and things like that. And it, yeah, it was, it was a pain. But we've been painting them like three times. And... What we did is we just, we moved things around and made it the space that we have. You know, we have a big space, 10,000 square feet, but we get a lot of people in it. So we moved the equipment and got rid of equipment and just made the space more efficient, you know, for what we need. Now we can have more people in there, but it doesn't feel like more people just because, like I said, we've utilized our space better. You know, we talk about, I'm, you're the same way as me. We're a little bit of hoarders when it comes Absolutely. to like equipment and stuff we need for a business. Like I'll have like this abductor machine over in the in the corner. I know we're never going to use it, but I'm like, you never know. I might just need this. Who knows? You know, Todd. I keep buying garages to hoard <laughs> shit. I never know. Hey, when and, I when I add on in ten years, I I might need this bus tub. You, you know, it's funny <laughs> you said that because I I hinted to you that I wanted to put some of my old equipment in your garage. Got no you, room for that. You just <laughs> got my own you shit. Just went right. My, shout out to Ty for my brother Ty for letting me move some of my equipment into his garage, okay? Because Ross wasn't having it. Got no space for you. <laughs> but yeah, we've just, you know, we just, we just we painted things, we cleaned things, sanitized things, and just just made it more efficient. You know, I have a lot of like you know a lot of the athletes and stuff I train. They give us jerseys and different things, and you know, I had tubs of these and so now i've been hanging them hanging them up and just just making the place look better and when people came back it was awesome they came in like whoa you know little things like it's awesome to do the little things to your business that people come in and appreciate so much it is it really is you know in in our big weight room and and this no one listening to this is going to care but you know we used to have like four squat racks where you benched you know you benched on them you squatted there and four of them okay and now We've we've changed things around and brought some more. Now I have 
uh, eight squat racks. So I've doubled the amount of squat racks, bench presses and that. And it's just, man, like when we have our big groups, like my high school athlete groups and things like that, it just feels so much better, in, you know? And what you did with the dumbbells. Yeah. Genius. The, yeah, exactly. We move, we, the dumbbells have been in the same place the entire, you know, and it sounds so dumb to people, but, but we moved them. They had been there for six, seven years, however long we've been there. We moved them to across the gym to a, a space that makes them, you know, easier to use for us in our groups and it's it's been but it's been awesome and probably people come the, in and the flow of it probably works better exactly. with where they're it's, at now it's flow it's flowed so much better shout out to Haley freaking frankie who uh you know she worked tirelessly during the the lockdown too and moving things and it was a lot of the things were her ideas how to move them even though i i fought them you know i'm not liking that change i don't like no change <laughs> <laughs> she would suggest something and I would sit there and contemplate it for a week and then do it. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to her. So, but, I mean, that's part of running a business. You know, you, you, you always got employees and I, I don't know. I don't look at Haley as your employee really. I mean, she's, she's been with you for so long, but right. when you're, when you're the business owner and your name's on it, I mean, you, you really dig into, okay, is this changed the right way? Right. The way you think about it, the way mm -hmm. you just laying in bed, but right. you, you hit it from every angle. Right. Things you are know, going so. well now. Do I move it? Do I change exactly. it? Exactly. You know, and so, yep. you know, we, every change we've made has been, has been very good. So it's, it's been awesome. So, so moving on a little bit, I, we can't ignore it. Probably got to talk about the things going on in the world. There's something going on in the world. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. So let's just, um, the whole lockdown. What's up? What what is, what's your opinion on everything that's been going on? I mean, you've heard lockdown. my rant. You and I have ranted together. Now we're just doing this for the for the audience's better because you and I have ranted about this. Or as business owners, I mean, it just it affects us. Not only our 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 family affects what we do daily, but you know what we truly have a passion for is business, and well, it, and I mean, it's it, it affects really affected what, us. What our my life has been for the last I don't know how many years building my business building you know that's that's what my life has been that's what yours has been for the last every and then all of a sudden and and i hitting we at the point of this lockdown happened pride fitness was hitting its stride we are peak we were we were there where i wanted to be and and i felt the brick same, same house with was, you you know and then this happens close it down you got to shut it down and it's like what you can just tell me to shut it down you know it's it, i don't want to get weird but you know like i always thought like the government their job isn't to protect my, my health. Their job is to protect my freedom. Not, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and then you're telling me to shut down to keep me safe. You, you determine that what I, what has to keep me safe, you know? Yeah. It just seems like in, in the country we live in, government shouldn't have that much control. And that's what we were built on. And now it's, that is what we were it built on. It seems like they, They've overstepped their bounds a little bit and we've let them, we've, yeah. you know, we've, we've let them. It's, you feel, you feel pressure and obligation to shut down. People are like, Hey, don't shut down. Screw them. And I'm always, I always felt like I was that guy to sort of like, you know, I'm not shut, but I did, you know, just because you feel a little pressure and, and things like that. You know, I, I, I do think it's unconstitutional for them to tell me to do that. Absolutely. Just, you know, I, I feel like Thomas Jefferson and all the other the founders or whatever this country would be like, no, 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 no. This isn't we we put these things in place so you couldn't do this to the people. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I absolutely agree. Um, I felt like the the whole leadership about the thing from the get go, all the governors mm -hmm. that don't like our current president, 
are mm-hmm. pointing fingers at him. He's pointing fingers back at them. You know, hey, that's your state. You right. govern the state. I'm the right. federal government. Right. It just how there was how they couldn't come together was it was a huge issue with me. Like, right. Come together. <laughs> if this is if this is what you guys say it's going to be, because you know they they really put out that that fear tactic right off the bat. Right. About how many people are going to die of this? Right. So if it's that serious, how can you guys not come together? Come right. come up with a plan. Well, give us some direction. Like we've said before, and <clears throat> hear me out on this: if there's a Republican president, the Democrats they want the country to fail. They don't want it to win. If there's a Democrat president, the Republicans don't want the country to to flourish. They want it to fail. You know, say they're not. No one's team effing America now. Everyone's team Republican, team Democrat. Let's be team freaking America, team Ross. America. Thank you for it, your freedom. It, it's mind-boggling, almost in today's age, that we still have parties. It, it really is. We have parties in all, and it's. To me, neither of us are huge on politics. We are not. We're not. And we're almost sounding like we are right now, and we're not. We're not. No, I'm not we're, a Democrat. No. I'm not a Republican. I've always voted for who I just think will be best. Yes. You know, I vote a Democrat. I vote a Republican. I right. just vote on who I think will be best. Right. And at this time and age, how we just can't have candidates that are that are just... <laughs> it's hard for me. How can we just not have two candidates that are in it? For the right reasons. Right. We are the U.S. of freaking A, okay? We have the best people in the world. We've been to the damn moon, Ross. We've been to... (laughs) Who else has been to the moon? Us. Just us. And we can't find two better candidates. You know what I'm saying? You You got Joe Biden, who's got one foot in the grave. You got Donald Trump, who's a loose freaking cannon. And it's like... A lot of people are just voting for one because they think that's the it's the the one who's not the worst. They they vote for one so the other one doesn't get it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of my friends kind of are like same boat as me, family and friends where they're they're not a Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. They vote they vote who's ever best. But that's how it is now. It's like almost everybody I talk to are like, well, I can't vote for him. Right. And the other, I can't vote for him. It's right. not like nobody, no. nobody I really talk I, to and I know is like, well, I love this guy. I'm sticking with him. I think he's, right. it's like, I just can't vote for that I other guy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I saw this quote the other day uh-huh. and I, and I got to share it. Um, any society that would give up a little liberty to gain a little security will deserve neither and lose both. Read that one more time. Any society that would give up a little liberty to gain a little security will deserve neither and lose both. So fitting for right now. Benjamin Franklin. So fitting for right so now. So fitting. I he's saw probably out gave, flying, gave me he's probably out flying his kite with the key on it, <laughs> <laughs> trying to discover that electricity. And he, you know what? <laughs> it, yeah. That, that was crazy. very fitting the other day. I read that, gave me chills. I'm like, I got to share that. That's, that's perfect. It is. Now, going back to the president, do you think like, we have such bad candidates because no one wants to be president. I mean, now you're under so much scrutiny. You're attacked every day by every every day. The media is trying to get like a sound bite out of a president. And like, hey, if I say this, he'll get mad and say this. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely think that's the truth. When 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 you're kind of a little kid and you're growing up, when, you know, when we're growing up, it seemed like being the president of the United States was the 
greatest, highest mark you could do. Like if I'm not gonna be if I'm not gonna be heavyweight champ of the world, I better be president. (laughs) Yes. I mean it's like it seemed like such a far off, like oh my like only the greatest have a chance to be the best person on the world is going to be the president of the United States. That's how I've I felt that for a long I mean it it hasn't been that long ago that I kind of switched from that. You know absolutely and now it's why would you want to (laughs) be you know every every aspect, every decision you make is now just scrutinized on social media. Twitter, they just yes, kill you. They, they, the, the left, the right, it doesn't matter who, they just kill you. Yeah. I and, mean, there's the threats, The it's just nonstop. I mean, you would have to have the strongest skin. Because, I mean, when even in our business, somebody gets on, they may say something like, oh, went to the brick house, wait time this, or, I mean, it may be even be something small. And I, that, that I lose sleep over it. Yeah. And that's now the, that's that's eight people saying it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you have it's wait, eight you're, people you're, in a you're, month or something you're, like you're you know. president. You got eight million, eighty million, eight million, whatever every day, <laughs> every day, just bam, 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 saying it. it I, yeah, I mean, you know, and I think you feel this way. I mean, in America, we definitely have the smartest. We have the best people. Mm-hmm. Here. People want to come in here. Yes, for what we stand for, and, and, and they how did. You can they live did your want life. to. Well, they did want to, <laughs> and they did. Yeah. So we, I mean. We feel like there, we definitely have people out here in our country that could do such a better job than the candidates we have, but they're not stepping up because it's not a good job. You you see, someone goes into office and what they come out looking. Oh like. my! They, they've aged twenty three years. Yeah, at Kids. least. And the things we don't even know about. Do they? they do they ever sleep? Right. <laughs> no. You know. Exactly. They don't sleep. You know, it's just straight. It's. it's Ten times the stress as business owners that we carry. Like, like in this in this next election, I, I don't think Donald Trump wants to be president. He wants to be the winner. He wants to be like, ha ha, I won, because that's that's kind of how he is. But I don't think he really. He was living the high life for <laughs> right, living his best life best there for life. a while, and we were all applauding him. Look at oh man, look at him! He got surrounded by women and money and private jets. He and, was in every other rap song. Yeah, every rap song. You know, <laughs> Bill Gates, Donald Trump. Where you at? You know, let me saying? in now. <laughs> let me in now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And now it's just he just scrutinized. He, at he the, at, for a little bit. I didn't think he wanted to even win. Right. He's like, well, no no other Republicans really stepping up the run. I'm the president. I guess I'll do this again. Right. I'm just going to say some dumb shit, lose this. And now for some, something's turned where now he's like, no, I can't lose. I can't lose to no. this guy. I can't lose to that. No, right. he just wants to it's win. become a competition. Yeah. You know, and I, I almost think the same way with Biden. You don't see him really out there much. And it's kind of like. It, the Democrats have kind of put him out there and it's kind of like Weekend at Biden's. You don't see, you ever see that movie Weekend <laughs> yes. at Bernie's where they like, he's dead, but they're like, they're holding him up and they got sunglasses and they're waving it. They got strings <laughs> attached to his arm. I mean, that's like what Biden is now. They're like, they're like waving his arms around like he's still alive. <laughs> there's a great, there's a great meme out where it's, um, it's Biden poking his head up out of the floor uh-huh. and, it, and it says, am I president yet? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I'd want nothing to do with being no, president. No. Fuck that. Damn. So. <laughs> Never mind. I'd take it. <laughs> can't be heavyweight champion in the world now. No, huh? no, it <laughs> can't pass my prime. Pass my. You know, and like going back to that lockdown, it's just it, it's so crazy to me that like 
Like so many Americans suddenly care about their health and safety. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what's our obesity rate in this country right now? You walk around, there's there's just, you know, people are overweight everywhere, eating crap food at McDonald's. Like right now, you go to McDonald's right now, what time is it? It's about noon, 12, 30. You, walk, you go by there right now, and they're just lined up around the, around the freaking building three times, but they probably got masks on. So <laughs> they, they care so much about their health that they're, overweight on a beast and just putting this eating like a garbage disposal yeah it's you know, and, you know health has always been a big thing for yes, us yes you know, you know. We, we, since we were little kids up in calhoun freaking rolling around in the dirt eating mud pies and cow pies and hair pies Ooh. yeah okay okay uh, tequila and then all all of a sudden stay six feet away from me yeah who who says that's six feet why is six feet six, yeah why not eight feet and I and I bring that I up. I wish you'd stay eight feet away from me. <laughs> well, and I bring that up because I don't know what to believe. Why is it six feet? Why is it not ten feet? At the beginning, masks don't work. Every doctor, politician, don't wear masks. They don't work. Now you, now masks work all of a sudden. Right. Was it because they didn't want us to go out and buy masks? Because they wanted them for the doctors, but they're, so they're going to lie to us, right? Or are they lying to us now because they want to control us? I, I, I don't know. All I really know is that I don't know the truth. Right. Part of it feels like a power struggle. Like you know what I'm saying? Such a political power, game now. Like a power struggle. Like oh, you don't wear a mask. Okay, and here's what we're going to do to you if you don't wear one. Blah 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 blah. Because we yeah. weren't listening. People weren't listening. And also, then they changed their policy. Like you said, they changed the policy. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Blah 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 blah. But they never like say, hey, you know what? We messed up. We don't know a lot about this virus. At first, we thought you shouldn't wear a mask. But now, after looking into this further and studying more. We now think you should. They don't ever say that. They never. just pretend like that never happened when they said don't wear a mask. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we are in control. Idiots. Control and confusion. I think confusion is part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it, I'm getting back on this soapbox again. I, I just, people, like, you'll be on Facebook and, and, like, say you'll be out hiking with somebody and you'll be standing, you know, six you know, less than six feet. I'm like, hey, you're not social distancing. This is freaking, this is freaking Carl sitting at home on his couch, smoking a cigarette, eating a bowl of ice cream and telling me I'm not being healthy because he's sitting on his house, in his house, destroying himself. And then they say, you know, don't do it for, you know, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for other people. You know, you're overrunning the hospitals. You know what's overrunning the hospitals? Heart disease from obesity and diabetes and, and people smoking and lung cancer. That's, a, you know, if we didn't have all that, we'd have plenty of room for the, the Rona victims Absolutely. or whatever. Hey, and, and, and here's something that always strikes me. Why they were commenting on who's ever post, they were probably driving. Driving, yo! <laughs> you heard me tell that. So I, you know, I saw this girl. She's she goes flying by me on on the interstate, and it's like five o'clock in the morning, kind of dark, really foggy, and she goes flying by me about twenty miles per hour over the speed limit, and I look over at her. She's whipping by. She's texting and driving, but she has a mask on. She she cares so much about my health and your health that she's gonna wear a mask, <laughs> but. Texting and driving, she doesn't mind smashing the into some innocent child while she's texting and driving. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
It's insanity. It's absurdity. And it's like so much hypocrisy. I will see people on Facebook. Oh, you know, wear a mask, wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. And then I will see them out and they don't have the mask on. They'll give me a hug. You know, I'm a hugger. They'll give me a hug. You know? I At the beginning, I was... um. I was I was kind of against the mask. Uh, I've kind of opened my mind about it a little bit more, um, more out of respect. Mm-hmm. I get that. Uh, you know, um, I just started this week. We've started. Um, I've started had my employees wear a mask. Okay. Um, <laughs> if I go to a business at the beginning, I was oh, if you're going to make me wear a mask when I walk in, I'm not coming in. Um, I don't. I don't want to be one of these closed-minded people. I guess well, when, I, I hey, want to be. Hey, I, I feel attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked I, right yeah, now. I, I just want to be open-minded. And, and if somebody, if that's their decision to have me wear a mask when I walk in, you have your decision not to go in. I get it. Hey, but if I need to go in and get something, I'm just. I I, I got this. I got this mask well, now. For, gonna... First of all, I want to. I want to tell our listeners about Ross's mask. He has this. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a legit mask, but it looks like a do rag, and he he hangs it. He hangs it around his neck like he's Wild Bill Hickok from from the <laughs> Western days. It's Ross's mask is kind. Of, it's part mask, part accessory. A okay? badass accessory. I bet it matches his purse very well. I'm sure, and really sets off his eyes. So, <laughs> I had I had custom what what. What first started getting me triggered about the mask is anybody who comes into my business, same as yours, mm-hmm. I have the utmost respect for. Right. You know, I look at, they came in, they decided to come into my place. Right. They could have went chose anywhere else. You. They chose me to spend their hard-earned dollar, however right. they made it. And, you know, and every once in a while, it's, you know, I walk around and people want to come up and, and say something to the owner. And right. Maybe it's a compliment. Maybe it's something we could do better. But if that person's wearing a mask, I started to feel awkward, like, I should show them the utmost respect. And if 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 they're coming up to me to talk to me in a mask, I should have a mask on too. Right. And that's what really started to get my opinion changed on the mask. Maybe they have a condition that I don't know mm-hmm. about health-related, and they should be wearing a mask. And so I just figured I, sh- I should show them the respect. I should show them the mask. And then as just the, the spikes started to happen a little more, I'm like, you know, maybe the mask works. Maybe it doesn't. But we're gonna take we're gonna start taking better precautions. Right, and I get it. You know, if it helps, it helps. If it doesn't help, well, what's it gonna hurt? Yeah, you know. Well, you look like a dork. Um, <laughs> and now well, me, well, well, I so- don't because I got this badass. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I look cooler. Yeah, you look uh, like you're getting ready to rob a rob a stagecoach. <laughs> um, so me, like, I just don't want to wear one. Do you know what I'm saying? I respect people's decision. I don't. If you wear one, fine. I'm not going to rip on you. I'm not going to shame you. I shame you for a lot of other things, but I won't. I'll I'll shame you for eating that uh, that Big Mac, but I won't shame you for wearing a mask if that's what you feel like you should do. But I just I don't go places where I need. Like, listen, I am having quick trip tea withdrawals right now because they've never required a mask, and then like a week ago they required a mask, and so I haven't been to Quick Trip in a week. And so I, they they require one. Yes, I'm not requiring my customers and, wear one. Right. I'm just requiring. Right, I get it. And the thing is, at Quick Trip, and I would probably go in there like, you know, I'm not wearing a mask. But I'm friends with some of the the people, the manager and stuff that works. So yeah. you know what? I just don't go there. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't. I'm not mad at them. Whenever they the, they lift the mask requirement, I will go in. Yeah. You know, but hard for me to do. I do do jujitsu wearing a mask though. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've paid my membership dues, no, damn it. Well, you paid your membership dues and you bought your, your what is it, gi? <laughs> That's probably the biggest reason well, those things aren't I cheap. got a lot of money invested in that. <laughs> and Kyle Watson could kick my ass, so um, I'm wearing my mask while I'm doing jiu-jitsu. But I don't know. The whole, I just, people suddenly start caring about their health. I mean, nine, nine, did you know this? Nine billion people starved to death in our world you a say year. billion? Million. Million. Okay. I million. might have said billion, like, but that might yeah, have been million. the uh, Patron. Is there nine billion people in the world? <laughs> nine million starved to death a year. Okay. Nine million. And still we have people walking around that are overweight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fat shame. I'm just saying it, it's not a normal weight. You're overweight. But somehow we worry about our health so much that we let nine million people starve to death while some people just eat themselves to... Uh, you know, a heart condition or diabetes. They eat or, themselves to the hospital. And yes, yes, yeah. and overrun our hospitals, but still nine nine million people, you know, 500,000 die from smoke. Here, here, get this, Russ. So like four or 500,000 die, and I have no statistics in front of me, so. <laughs> Just make it up as you go. I'm, I'm doing pretty good at that. Our eight listeners are going to Google it. Nah. So, so, you know, four or 500,000 a year die from cigarette smoking, okay? But, during this deadly virus pandemic, you can still walk in somewhere and buy a pack of cigarettes. Can't go to the gym. Fishing. Can't go to my gym. You cannot go to my gym. Okay. That not that is unhealthy. But <laughs> you can walk into a convenience store, a gas station, which I mean, can't close down the gas stations, Ross. No. Nope. Okay. We got places to go, do we? It's a lockdown <laughs> where we got to go. But you can walk in and buy a pack of smoke hey i'll take some marlboro lights and a couple lottery tickets you know and give me some of those hot dogs you got on that little turner thing back there and and sugar sugar i mean <laughs> should we even get started i mean sugar yeah. the sodas the sugar i mean sugar to me i, I, I you and I, you know we could do a whole show on we, how we, we think sugar, sugar is, is is the devil of the world right yes Don't, absolutely <laughs> sugar and plastic <laughs> and not recycling well, it just falls into plastic <laughs> oh it does it yeah. falls into the plastic <laughs> i'll um one i'll go into a, a, a little deeper thing um the biggest thing that's ever happened in my lifetime um most most dramatic most um most changing i've ever seen in america the big, biggest thing that's ever happened is 9-11 you mm -hmm. know um and what what really doesn't sit well with me is how much you saw the country come together during 9-11 unbelievable didn't matter if you're a democrat or republican right. what it was i was a senior in high school and for years not not just months afterwards did the country come together and we were about us yes it was team black white, team freaking america mother team america yes and team um, usa everybody wearing the red white and blue everywhere everybody flying the flag everywhere yeah um and and then the country right now you know it started with this and then that and that and, and, and a lot of it i agree with i'm not saying but how divided we are right now yes and, and so much to me from what i read and what i study comes down to politics a lot of it and other politics starting some shit 
mm-hmm. to make one side look bad. And then there's, you know, it just comes this fight, this divide about everything. Divide about a mask. Divide about social distancing. I mean, it's divide so Divide about police, backing the police. Yeah. Divide, you know? It's just so divided. And it's, it's really heartbreaking to me to see what this, to be an 18-year-old kid lived through 9-11, which is unbelievably tragic, mm-hmm. but to see what happened because of it and us come right. together and now be a 36-year-old adult and see how divided the countries came like that. You know, you know, going back to our founding fathers, what we were talking about, you know, they, they said, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. And we're falling. We are falling. We're falling hard. We're on our faces. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're, it's, it's horrible, and you know? I just wish we could get some leadership. I surely don't believe it's the two that are about to... <laughs> no, that are running. That's gonna. It's either one. Either one of them's gonna divide the country. Yeah, even more. I, you know? I, I just wish we could get some leadership in this country that could bring the country back together to be this, what we can be, because we know what we can be. Yeah, and, and you and I, we we're talking about candidates earlier, and now it's it's a popularity contest. Yeah, I mean, I, like we said, Kanye West might win. <laughs> You know, I don't think he's winning after his showing, but, but I know what the your rock point is. might win. Ellen degenerate, generate. <laughs> she might, it's become a popularity contest yeah. now. The, the best, the biggest Instagram star is probably going to, probably going to lead this country at some point. At some you know, point. you know, the rock's not a bad one though. <laughs> you want the, kinda, you kinda want the like, rock? I kind of like the rock. That gets me thinking. All right, all right. Enough about what's going on in the world today. We could, we could, we talked. I about have that hours more to stand on I, my soapbox. All right, I, hey, I know. Let me bring up so. So I know people can't see here in the studio, but didn't we back here behind the computer? Wasn't there like an old like vodka sign and it had a woman in a bikini on a beach? It said something like there "Life was. is a beach" or like something. And now some hot now, chick trying to sell us vodka. Yeah, yeah. And I, I always like kind of looking at it. I feel like she was looking at me. You know what I'm saying? Made me feel contact, good. Okay. And now that that metal that metal bikini girl sign isn't there now. Now it's a big giant picture of your wife <laughs> and my two nieces. What's where did that come? This, Wait, this was my Father's Day gift. They surprised me. Okay. They came in one day, cleaned yeah. up my office a little bit for Father's Day, hung this picture. Who on. hung it? My wife. Oh, okay. okay. You didn't. Hung, hang. No, no. <laughs> hung this, and there, look, there's one behind you. Okay. So so Donnie B came and she takes down our bikini vodka picture and she hangs one up of uh, her and my nieces, huh? You can question it. I was not. <laughs> I, you know what? As I'm sitting here, you know, tipping back on this adult beverage, it's like Brooklyn and Keelan are staring at me. <laughs> Uncle T, what are you doing? They're criticizing you. They they are criticizing me. They're judging, <laughs> pointing, judging. <laughs> but you know, we you know one good thing that did come out of the lot. You and I hung out a lot during we that time. Good, well, good or bad, we we hung out a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll take it for good. I mean, we got yeah. You know, we I mean, did, we got, our, our schedules just aligned a little better. We weren't hanging out podcasting. Well, we just yeah. I mean, we, well yeah. We got yes, it you're right. Okay, season got one it. got run. Yeah. You're. I felt so good about what we got accomplished yeah. during it, man. And our our, hang, our hangout time was mostly just in your pool. Let's be like Saturdays circuit. We about two o'clock Saturday Saturdays, are for the boys. Saturday they are for the boys. Saturday about two o'clock we would meet over. And your, like your lunch should be over, and you're between lunch and dinner. And circuit would get over for me. It, I would usually stop by the brick and get wings or whatever. And then all of a sudden we'd meet, we'd meet in the pool. Yep. 
we start hanging out first. We start hanging out on Saturdays, even during the pandemic when I was you were shut down. I was only doing to goes. We were mm-hmm. coming over just drinking some beers at the house or whatever. We're just doing different things. Watching on Saturday. fight. We watched a lot we watched of fights. A lot of fights. Um, and then we and then once it, everything got started back up, Saturdays just worked for both of us. Yeah. And then the pool opened up, so we've been. You'd think we'd made a podcast on those Saturdays, you like it's the thought, last, like in the last month or so. Or... It was a stress reliever for us. <laughs> that that it was. on the pool, is... having a few beers, and, and talking like, business, talking life, everything like, going on. Like, like what we like to tell our brother Ty, just bouncing ideas off each other. <laughs> Him and Sam <laughs> like to do it. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, and it's funny you bring it up because then, and we do it. And um, last, uh, I guess no, not not last. Two Saturdays, two Saturdays ago, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, I'll go. You call him. You hit me up on Thursday. Hey, something just came in the mail. I'm like, hold on. What? What? <laughs> hold, came, hold, what hold, came hey, in the hold, mail? Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm Why serious. are you calling me about your mail? I'm seriously. What are you gonna say? You know what I'm gonna say. The infamous Saturday. You hit me up on this Thursday. Talk about okay, what okay, came hey, in the mail. Let, all right. Now I'm being. We're talking about this. Hold on. We we didn't talk about that. We were gonna bring this up. Okay, this, I mean, we're, I'm being serious right now. Like, I don't, I don't really want to say, talk about that. We're talking about this. No, no, we are. You can't, you like, that's, that's why I always tell you, we need to have like meetings before this and like, okay, we can talk about this. We talk about that. We talk about that. And you never want to, but we can't just like, if I didn't say, Hey, let's understand that. But I mean, I want to be real on the Well, I want to be real too, but there are also things, there's a lot of shit we could be real about. We're not going to stop the recording. Just stop for a second. Okay, we're back. I think we just had our first little fight on air. On air, because it's probably our 983rd fight in real life. It wasn't much of a little fight, but we we paused it so they didn't hear what we really had to say. But we did come to an agreement. We are going to tell the story that I want to tell. Now, you get... 12 free wings at the brick house. I'll, I'll, I will <laughs> okay. sell my soul for chicken wings at the brick house. You know that. You know that. So, but hold on. on me after this. I, but you also said I get to preface it. One, you do. With, well, you, there's a, you, two you other conditions. Two other conditions. You can talk about your conditions. Two, one condition is we got it before we bring up something that might be a little controversial to one of the other. We bring it up first off air. Okay. Uh, Understood. I wrote, I wrote that down. <laughs> First of all, he didn't write it down. And uh, third, I get to preface the story with this, okay? All right? All right. Legal counsel, I get to, said I get to preface it. <laughs> so I've never, I've never smoked weed in my life. I've never taken any drugs whatsoever my entire life. Never. I mean, like our beers, we like our, like our high noons, our nooners. Nooners. But never, never have I smoked pot, never taken pills, nothing. And about a year ago, I'm out to Colorado, and I had some those edibles gummies little gum just gummies ross yeah. i had some gummies had a good experience with it and i kind of told you and how could i just laughed the whole time and so i told you and ty our brother ty about it and so i came you know so i told you about it so now we can pick up i've never done drugs one time did edibles in colorado so here tell your little story all right so so todd tells me about the story took the edge off he had a good time he laughed blah blah, blah. and i'm not as clean as todd but I don't, I don't do drugs, no. you know, I've, you know, in Stoner. college did, you know, whatever. Stoner. <laughs> Shit. And so, so he tells me about this and I'm like, 
Damn, I'd like to do it. <laughs> I, I know I'm not making it to Colorado anytime soon. Right. So Todd hits me up on this Thursday. So then he surprised me. He's like, hey, my buddy who lives in Colorado sent me some edibles. He goes. But let's, let's, let's tell this. There, there was two other people with us that day who we have not. This was another one of my condition off air who we will not say their name. No. We will say Carl and Betty. They will be referred to as Carl and Betty. Carl and okay? Betty. I got to write that you down, down so with I remember that? their names. Okay, Carl and Betty. Carl and Betty. Yes. So he he calls me on Thursday because, hey, this Saturday is going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. And tells me, hey, he sent these out. Awesome. Great surprise. And don't mention that Mark Fiore is the one that sent them to me from Colorado. Don't mention that. I won't do that. Okay, no, nice. I'm going to write that down okay, so I don't you. drop thank his name. <laughs> and so, all right, let's go with you know, let's do this. Carl, so, hey, we got to hold it. Carl was in town. Betty was in town. They were on board. They were on board. Mm-hmm. They wanted to try, so they came over too. But, you know, we even talked on Friday. We hung out on Friday. Mm-hmm. That night you, you yes. came over, yep. and then we went up went up to the break yep. a little bit. We were excited. We were excited. I was excited. Yes. Hey, this has been a very stressful time. Not yes. just for for everybody. Yeah. But he had told, you know, it took the edge off. You know, relaxed me. All I, I did was laugh. I was in such a good I, mood. I'm like, well, fuck, I want to get on board. So it was going to be a good Saturday. Weather was perfect. Had some nooners out by the pool. Todd brought brought the edibles over, mm-hmm. and these they're the size of a nickel. They're tiny, and so we get them out. You know, we have again. <laughs> we don't, we don't do know drugs. what we're doing. We, we don't. don't know what we're doing. So it so it says one serving is is one. Yes, one, and gummy, like, one gummy is a, is a serving. serving. We're and looking we're like. like Let's cut them in half. Okay. We, and so <laughs> we took what was the size of a nickel and we cut that in half. Cut that in cut half. Cut it in half. Yeah. We're like, okay, let's try it. And, it's, and we had a game plan. Like, hey, we'll take this. Mm-hmm. And if we don't feel anything after an hour or so, maybe we'll take an, the other half. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good plan. Good plan. Carl was on board. Betty, Betty was, was on board. board. You know, we 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 took our little teenie tiny slice. Betty of was a little late to the party. Yes, Betty had had things other to things do, to do. Had to leave. Yes. So Betty wasn't going to be there until no. a little bit. So Betty get us okay to go ahead, mm-hmm. and she'd catch up later. Right. So we cut them in half. <clears throat> Me, Todd, and Carl, we we take our half, grab some nooners, fill up the cooler, go out to the pool. Get in the pool. Yes. It was 98 degrees. Sun was right on. It was a great day. Turn on a little music. Mm-hmm. We let Todd be the DJ. So we, we go out. <sighs> Nothing's really kicking in. Just kind of having a normal day at the pool. All of a sudden, Ross gets the giggles. <laughs> they came on quicker for Ross than anybody else. You, um, you were like Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Yes, I have Good. a condition. Remember, he carries that card. He just starts laughing at the 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 worst moments ever, and like he carries a little card around to tell people, like, "Sorry, I have a condition." Because <laughs> yes. he just like ah! Good way to put it. <laughs> so I just, I mean, I, I feel it coming on. In what felt like five minutes of it coming on was probably like ten seconds, but I can feel it coming on. I just, I, I, I've, I've, you know. I smoke I, I, meat a little bit, and, I, and when I smoke weed, that's what happens. Like I just, I just fucking laugh, and I'll laugh so much my fucking cheek hurts, my jaw bones hurt, I'm, I, eyes are watering. I knew it was coming. I've had that experience before. I knew 
that it hit you because you were laughing at things that Carl had said. And Carl <laughs> is not funny. You know, if you're laughing at my stuff, that's just normal. You know what I'm saying? That's just normal. But you were laughing at things Carl said. So I knew at that point, like, it had hit you. And I was fighting back laughing because yeah. I knew it because little weak me, it just came on quicker. I mean, I, I'm just, when it comes to things like that, it just, it hits me. Right. And so I'm fighting it back. Finally, I remember, I can't even, and I just. I'm well, no, just, the re- no, it started hitting the, re- it started hitting I knew, me I know, but, too, first, yeah. but I really started laughing and you guys yeah. are kind of looking at well, right, And right, then right. you guys start watching me. And then, boom! We're all laughing. All three of us are laughing. Yes, laughing our asses off. And then, and, and then I'll be like, "Hey, stupid! Just quit laughing. This isn't even <laughs> stopped." And then all of a sudden, next thing I'm, I'm dying laughing. We're, we're, <laughs> we're at like try. We, we are in the pool. We're all like opposite. Like it's like a, big a triangle. giant triangle. The Bermuda freaking laughing triangle. <laughs> all right, and we're just <laughs> cracking. I remember I would take a drink, and then I would just start laughing. Just Spit it all over it. <laughs> and I was, I, was, <laughs> and I was blaming you guys. Like, I'm not laughing. I'm only laughing because you guys. And yeah. It just is so, it was funny. So, and at, so we're having our little pool day, and our neighbors have a pool as well. Mm-hmm. And they had people over. And I remember, like, I am doing my best to keep yeah. my back to my neighbors because I don't want them to see us laughing so hard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm trying to tell you guys to quit laughing because you, you sound stupid, but I'm laughing just the same as you are. But you're trying to tell us not to laugh because you don't want the neighbors to hear us laughing. Y- yes. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Carl's funny. Carl's funny. Dude, Carl said some good things. Nah, Carl normally nah, doesn't say, nah. well, it's, it seemed good. Do you remember? Hey, do you remember this? I'm not going to tell the story. Nurse on. Nurse on. That was, <laughs> there was a few good lines that there day. There was some good lines. Not as funny as they were that day, but right. so... <clears throat> Laughing comes on, laughing yeah. comes on, laughing starts to fade. Well, fla- for me, what, laughing starts to fade for you. Hold on, let me. Laughing starts kind of to fade for all of us a yeah. little bit. Me and Carl still laughing a little bit, and I got out of the pool to go to the bathroom because I'm not like you and Carl. I don't pee in the pool, so I get up to go. I'm just and, not like you, and I don't have to pee every five minutes. Anyway, so I it's conditioned. So I get up and I go. I go in the house or whatever and go to the bathroom. And I come back out, and that half was the other half of mine was sitting there. So I'm like, you know what? We, the laughing's kind of stopped. Maybe this stop, is how it yeah. ends. Maybe it just ends. Like it's over. Like, yeah. And so I come out and I'm like, hey, anybody up for this? I'm, I'm, boom, threw it in. And you guys, you and Carl, are like, what face? You, you going to face? I don't know how. Phase why two. you were calling it face two? You just know. made that <laughs> face. You going to face two already? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. The laughing stopped. You guys want one? You're like, no. Carl no. looks over at me. And he says. <laughs> Do you, do you want to go to phase two? I go, no, I do not want to go phase two. I'm scared of phase two. Carl says, what about a half of a half? <laughs> nope, not even a half no, of you, a half. I'm you, still. You started to hit a bad place yes, at that I'm, point. Yeah, yeah. Bad, little bad, bad spot started to come in. So yeah. I was scared of phase two. Hell no. So uh, Todd gets back in the pool about a minute, I don't know, a time at this point. No re- I don't know time. Yeah. Um, one minute might have been. One month. Two, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? A month, a minute. So anyways, we all start laughing again. We kept saying, Todd went to phase two. <laughs> Todd went to phase two. <laughs> we going to die. Me and Carl would start laughing about it. We'd try to stop. We'd, oh, oh, we'd look back hold over. On, hold on. We forgot to. Betty had come home. No, hold up. Hold up. I'm almost there. 
God, what the face do? And we'd start laughing again. And that would make me mad. Yeah. Mad laughing. Mad, <laughs> mad laughing. laughing. <laughs> Probably punching the pool. And then, so, then about this time, walks in Betty. Yeah. Betty comes in. She just shows up. She walks in from the, the back gate. She's walking up. And I go, oh, shoot. Betty's here. And then you, you two start looking over like, where, where? But it was just very convenient. Every time you guys looked over, she'd be blocked by, <laughs> you couldn't see her. And it was an umbrella or whatever it was, you couldn't right. see her. And you guys would look, no, she's not. What? I mean, yeah, yeah, she is. No, she's not. And then you guys would start laughing. And then boom, she shows up. <laughs> and then Carl's like, oh, she is here. <laughs> and we start busting <laughs> up laughing. And... She hasn't taken hers yet. No, Betty. Betty comes into us laughing, so she's just, thinking this is a great time. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my little teeny tiny half of a gummy. And I had a little teeny tiny devil starting yeah. to come yeah, into were, me. Yeah, I'm yeah. starting to, I'm starting to get to not a good point. No. So I remember being like, Betty, you shouldn't do it. Don't, don't do it. She's like. Did you tell her before? You told her before she did it, or yeah, after? No, before. Okay. And I, then she was just kind of she, she kind of blew us off. Uh-huh. But you know, because we were laughing. Yeah, we're just like, laughing. Ah! So you you might say something point, but you don't really get your point out there. Right. 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 So then she slips inside. She takes hers. Comes out. Gets in a pool. And you, that's when you had already the dominoes st- had fallen. She on was you. not in the pool very long. The dominoes fell. Yeah. And so I look over at you guys. I go, I'm not high. I'm tripping. <laughs> and you guys think that's funny. Me and Carl are laughing at you. And I'm for- a little mad because yeah, you, are. <laughs> you guys are not taking me serious. No. <laughs> and so skip ahead a little bit. It's really starting to come on. Not not good thoughts. No. Not not good feelings. I'm tripping. Yeah. Well, or at least okay. well, your version of it, or what yeah, you thought was tripping. Yeah. <laughs> some some somebody somebody who smokes weed or does it on a normal. They, they're they like, were, it, dude, you took half of yeah, gummy. You okay? You didn't hit do a hit of LSD or acid. So a little time goes on, and I mean, I'm not feeling good. And at this point, I start to like my legs don't work. I start to get the feeling. And you're in the swimming pool, still, still in the pool. Start to get the feeling that if I go underwater. One, I might slip and go underwater, but if I have to put my head underwater because I'm so hot, I'm not coming up <laughs> out of the water. I won't be able to get myself. I, I get this huge fear of the water. Right. That I am going to drown. You're right. And so at this point, I'm like, fuck these guys. I'm getting out of this fucking pool. And I'm trying, trying to get over to the fucking steps. I remember this asshole making fun of me for my trying to get out of the pool I, I remember you making that trek like up the pool <laughs> stairs like you're holding on to the rail like 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 you're like an old you're like your senior citizen with the one of those handles by the toilet like <laughs> everything they can do to pull themselves up and you're you're acting like you're you're scaling mount everest getting I out i felt of like i was <laughs> i also felt like i had this this huge uh, weight coming off of me because i'm getting out of this death pool that I might drown in at any second. So I pull myself up and get out of the pool and I go directly to this chair and I just sit in this chair. You sat sunglasses on. You're just back. You're rocking back and forth, back and forth. 
And me and, and Carl are still laughing still at laughing. you. And we you think, guys are and, still but, laughing. We also think you're ruining the party. Yeah. Like, get back in the water. <laughs> now they're you're, getting mad at me. Yes. You're ruining our party. Our Saturday. Saturday's for the boys. Where are you at, boy? You know what I'm saying? I'm out of here. You are out of there. He gone. And so then all these thoughts are just going through my mind. Just mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. You had a good analogy for it. It was like our thoughts were like fireworks. That's <laughs> perfect. Fireworks. Boom. Yes. And these thoughts were not true thoughts, but fuck, I thought they were true. <laughs> right. And so I start to get this feeling that like Todd and Carl are the devils. Yeah. Like they will drown me in a joking fact. Like they'll pull me into the pool, but I'm like, I got to stay away from these guys. And then Carl starts to think it's real funny and be like, Todd. I'm going to get him. I'm grabbing him. I'm getting him out. I'm getting him back in the pool. He's not ruining I'm getting him. And I was so scared that if Carl grabbed my arm, there was nothing I could do right. to get him off of my arm and me drowning. And Betty at this point is starting to have fun. She's kind of like, hey, started loosening up, but, laughing. But you are not, you nope. know. You I'm know. on the other side of the rainbow. Betty, you don't know what's about to happen to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the devil's in the lava. So what felt to me like three hours that I sat on this rocking chair, just rocking back and forth with these fireworks of thoughts and scared as hell of the pool. Finally, I I work up the courage because my main thing is like, all right, I got to warn Betty. Those guys are already past. Like, it's coming on to them. She's still fresh. I can save her. And so I finally, I'm like, hey, let's go inside. So I talk Betty into going inside. We go inside and we lock ourselves in my bedroom and don't come out. So, and you guys, you can take the story from there because that's about the end of mine. (laughs) Carl and I are still in the pool and we're laughing, we're cracking up, and then we're mad at you because you've ruined our party. And then we're FaceTiming people and (laughs) laughing. Ah! That's uh, that's unbelievable because while I was locked in my room, one of my biggest worries was somebody outside of this pool party seeing me. (laughs) Seeing you. And you guys are fucking FaceTiming. Like, like at the time, you're like, they're going to know that I've done drugs. <laughs> but I mean, you did half, half of a gummy. Gum. So me and Carl are in the pool for a while. And we're FaceTime people. And then all of a sudden, we're just, I don't know what point it started. But like, I realized we've, we've just sort of been standing there for a while. And then I'm in, we're in the phase you're in. Legs, hold, de- these things, are they attached to my body? Because they're not working. They are not Jello. working. And so Carl's like, I got to get out. I'm going to drown. Same thing you said. And dude, his walk, his climb, his ascent out of the pool was the same as yours. Like his life depended on it, like slow and meticulous. And he gets out, he gets into a chair. And then I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. Can I? I'm trying to figure out how to get over there and get out of the pool. So eventually I get out of the pool. And then me and Carl, just like you, we're sitting in those chairs, just kind of like rocking and it. Thoughts like going. Like, what are we gonna do? What do we, we? We need help. We need help. We got to do something. And like, I, I remember. And it's funny you bring that up because I'm in my bedroom, locked. The door's locked. Yes, I'm not yes. letting these two devils no. in. Okay. Because <laughs> they time, might drown me. You, you haven't brought this up, but when you, you and I were talking about the post post edibles, we we're talking about it later. Like you said, the pool is like lava. Lava. And I was the devil <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> In the lava. <laughs> but you you guys saying things like, we need help. I mean, the same thoughts are going through my mind. Like, I, I need help. Should I call the ambulance on myself? 
And then I'm like, no, 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 no. I can get through this. I t- t- time will get me through this. Oh, what what if one of those two call the ambulance? Yeah. What if they do it? Oh my God, I I can't. We can't be the we can't be the guys who went down on edibles. We're on the news. Edibles? Hell no. So Carl and I are like, Carl, and I'm not saying much. Carl just keep kind of keeps talking. What are we gonna do? How do? Where, where's Ross? Is he okay? What do we do? He's like my phone, and his phone was sitting over by the pools. It was a safe distance from the pool. It was sitting up on like I don't know, like on a chair or something. And he's like, I gotta get my phone. I gotta get my phone. So eventually, Carl, like I mean, dude, like walk, like he it walks over to get his phone, and he eventually goes in. And so I and I not in the pool. Not in the pool. No, 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 no. He goes in the house, and I don't see him again. Okay, and I'm, I'm think here's I'm thinking you and Betty are in the house, almost dead, and I kept picturing Carl in the house, just destroying it like a caged (laughs) rat going nuts. I why I don't know. So I, dude. Every, it took everything in my power, but I somehow got out of the chair and laid down under like your outdoor like deck table and laid there face down. And again, like the thoughts were like fireworks, just boom, 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 boom in my head, like this, I'm thinking of that. And like, and I'm just making up weird things. Like, uh, I, I got an argument with Haley at work. Uh, me and Ty just rode a roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> me and, and my aunt Sue just had an apple pie. Like all these crazy things <laughs> yes. were going on. It didn't really happen, but they felt like they had thought it did. And I thought a couple thoughts. One, I thought I need to call nine one one multiple times it's just it's one of those firework thoughts and, that just comes I, and then i kept thinking i'm gonna wake up at any point and ross and betty are gonna be in a stretcher carl's gonna be on a stretcher and the the paramedics are like we found another one we found another one and i'm they're gonna be standing over me underneath the deck this deck table Almost like one of those cults that drank the Kool-Aid yes. and all died. And they just keep yes. going into a room and find... These are that's, the crazy... Yeah. Th- Listen, yes. I'm not going to lie to you. That was, and First of all, this felt... And another crazy thought, like, I'm like, I'm never coming out of this. This is going to be my life right there. now. This is going to be... I am never... And I, I swear thought. to God to you, I prayed to God 193 <laughs> times that he would just not to let this be the rest of my life, that I was going to come out of this. <laughs> So great. We're in we're we're in different places of the house. And I, I hit phase two. So you didn't you just, oh. we men- yeah, we mentioned phase yeah, two. Yeah, we did yeah. And we're having the same thoughts. exact thoughts. Same thoughts. Crazy. Yes. <laughs> we're not next to each other talking about them. We're just having the same fucking thoughts. Yeah. And it, yeah, anytime I'm gonna wake up, ambulance is gonna be on me. The next thought is I'm gonna walk out there and and fucking Todd's gonna be in an ambulance or whatever. It's like yeah. I'm like I, I kept seeing this like local business owners overdose. <laughs> like okay, and, and it's so for anyone who's like sort of like a hippie or someone who like smokes pot or does different things, they're listening to us right now. Like you two took half a gummy. <laughs> I, I understand half an a teeny tiny little sliver of a. Uh, a THC gummy bear. <laughs> you weren't tripping. You just, you were, your weak asses were just overly high. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. It, first of all, it seemed like it lasted a month. Uh, uh, yep. And it, but 
It was the worst couple hours of my life. I'm not. I, I'm not exaggerating. So, worst couple hours yeah. of my life. So we probably did this about th- three no, or four. About, something was a little about four o'clock. Probably we took but it. But like clockwork, I come walking out of my room. And I'm on a f- air mattress in your living room. Hey, listen, the air mattress was not a cult thing. <laughs> I, I didn't want to bring this up. There was already there yeah. that your kids were playing kids on it. My kids think it's a I trampoline. I thought it was a funnier up story. To entertain them, yes. I thought it was a funnier story. <laughs> yeah, I was is. just on an air mat. Like, I blew it up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but I come walking out. At the same time, Todd is like waking. It's like we came to realization at the same time. Yes. I come walking out, and you come looking at me, and we're like, what the fuck just what happened? happened? What and did, it's crazy. What like, did both Mark of us? Fiori, what did like, what the? Yes, Mark I, Fiori that's the first thing us. I brought up. I'm like that motherfucker sitting at his house in Colorado, laughing at us because he knows we're fucking tripping, our, just tripped our ass off. I remember getting the pack, looking the package later, and it was like legit it's from a dispensary. It had never been opened. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was, we're just, it's just us. It's yeah, we're us. just. It ain't those. It was. It, it, it was uh, <laughs> and it was weird. Like. Both of us like our alcohol. We like to yeah. drink a little too much sometimes, and we might black out, and you forget <laughs> shit. This wasn't a forgetting no. thing. You remember it all. Yes. And Correct. we can't and I don't do want... the story justice of <laughs> how freaked the, out the we were. At the same time, about 8, 8.30 that night, you kind of came out of your room. I kind of like yeah. got up on them like, what? Just, what the? And we just, you know what I did for the, you know I did for about the next 36 hours? I ate everything. <laughs> Ice cream, wings, pizza. I mean, <laughs> I brought, I had brought before. Yeah, you had wings for us. Yeah. 50 wings, a yeah. bunch of cheese sticks. First of all, Carl stole them. That's where I'm that. getting at. So we come out of this at like 830. I'm like, I'm eat some wings. Hell yeah. Carl I have a stole- text message from Carl. Sorry about the box of wings. I had to have them. <laughs> well, let's. Re- I'm going to rewind just a little bit, and we probably need to. We probably need to roll off here. But as I was laying under that that table out on your pool deck, all of a sudden Carl had called one of his buddies. We'll go with uh, Stan. One of the things that we we're freaking out about is somebody seeing, seeing us. Seeing us, and Carl goes and calls someone to come and get him. I don't know how he operated the phone. I couldn't have. But here comes, I'm laying out there, and here comes Carl with his buddy Stan. And Stan is, Stan is standing in the, the, the your sliding glass door. Uh, just like, so I, I never saw Stan. Didn't know yeah, Stan no, was there. And he's <laughs> laughing at me. And I can see him like pull up his phone to take a picture of me. I'm like, you better not take a picture. <laughs> I was like raging. So Stan, this is how smart Stan is. He sees what is going on with this. That what we had you guys an extra half sitting on the counter. He took that. So he drove Carl home, stayed at Carl's house. Carl, after he came out of it all, is about the time Stan went into the same <laughs> thing we went. And so he has to take care of him. <laughs> I got to talk to Stan about this. Uh, it's true. I, have, I haven't seen him since. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I've not text- that I saw him that night. I but. hadn't seen him either. Well, I just saw him trying to take a picture of me. <laughs> Why would you have taken that after seeing us or not seeing you yeah. padlocked Where, in your door? In where's your the room? owner of the house? Padlocked himself in <laughs> yeah. the room. He's freaking out so much. Do not go in there. <laughs> Do not go in there. He takes one. Insane. You know, you-, you know he thought. These guys are wusses. Yeah, they're like, oh, it'll be fine for me. It'll be fine for me. They don't know what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, 
and so uh, Stan, like I text Carl next day, and like, oh man, it was bad. He's just now coming out of it or whatever. <laughs> Good stuff. Good, good stuff. stuff. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Or now you're glad we told the story. Well, I'm not. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, I, I think that's all we got. That is a that's, good that's first a show. Great first, first show, show for season two. Yep, we will be here every Friday. We well, uh, our no people- promises. <laughs> no, we have a promise. We have a promise. We got a lot of big things coming up. We have we got things a, planned. We do. We got um. We know we got a video coming out this week. Yep. Um. Of Dustin Jacoby. Dustin Jacoby. Give you, give a rundown of Justin. Uh, uh, Dustin. Real Dustin quick. Jacoby was one one of the fighters down at the Hit Squad. Uh, he started out in a small little town in Illinois. Uh, went to Triope High School, a school of like a few hundred people. He's made it to the UFC. He's been a kickboxing champion. He's 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 fought MMA, boxing, and kickboxing all in one night. Uh, he's going Tuesday night. He's going to be on Dana White's, the president of the UFC, his Contender Series on ESPN Plus. So uh, love the guy. Love he, the guy. Really fascinating guy. But yes, his road to where he is right now. Like he was one of the dudes. He probably came up a little too quick. Right in UFC, he was like 22, 22, 22 in the UFC. Wasn't ready for it. Now he's had his bumps in the roads, and yeah. then he's ready now. Yeah, I, I feel like Can't he's wait. fucking ready. I cannot wait. So his his story is so fascinating. If I don't care if you watch UFC or if you're an MMA fan, it's it, his story is really not yeah, about it's that. It's it's just a good story of of coming up, going down, yeah. and fighting your way back up. We got lots of things in the works. We got we got some really good guests coming up. Season two is going to be great. I'm glad we're back in here, brother. It was Make a good time. Make Eat Slay Live great again. <laughs> we're coming for you guys. I like that. I like that. This has been the Eat Slay Live podcast. And we are the freaking Locksecutioners. We'll see you next time.